0: Yo, yo, people, welcome back. We are here. We Can Be Heroes is back, baby, as always. It's your boy, John Toronto. Fucking excited for all this content that came out this week, baby. Marvel did so damn good for us. And, of course, we have my little brother, Matt Toronto, my co-host. How you doing?
1: I'm excited. That, that, that's it. But you, you don't understand, like, uh, when you has sent us, and we have a group chat, like the Marvel group chat, as we discussed in the past, and, like, you have sent out the message saying, three days. I didn't put that into perspective because I was, you know, busy with the first week of college and I was like, a few days from now we'll be experiencing another Marvel movie in theaters. I mean, two months after, you know, uh, Black Widow. So the fact that, these, you know, any Marvel content is releasing in such close proximity to each other, um, it's just crazy to think about because we're just being blessed for definitely being blessed for the rest of the year and then 2022 is shaping up to be fantastic but They're
0: throwing all this stuff on our face man
1: <laughs> it's yeah i mean like I, I mean how are you feeling about this like are you like how are you able to contain all your jolts of excitement knowing that we have you know Eternals coming out next month we had you know shang chi that uh well technically really he's today but if you had opening night could have you uh, viewed it yesterday right. but like how, how are you able to sort of front yourself from being overwhelmed by everything do you just take it one step at a time or
0: yeah i honestly i I look at it as like its own little window of of, uh content like i don't it all connects but let's just focus on each thing as it comes right like don't try to dig too deep into it too fast or you know theories and all that are all good but um i just kind of try to micromanage each episode each movie each bit of content that comes out um yeah honestly this is probably one of the best marvel weeks we've had in a long time if you consider uh, Shang Chi was was a solid movie. You know, it, it, we'll go over our ratings and stuff in a little bit, but um, the connections it may have to the MCU going forward, uh, and then the What If episode uh, episode four, we're gonna go over that as well a little bit in the episode later in the episode here. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm gonna give, my, you know what, we'll save it. But either way, amazing episode, and um, uh, we're here, we're ready to get this started, baby. Indisputable. <laughs> But I say this: I am ready to get into this thing. I know you are too, so we're gonna go right into yeah. Shang Chi. If if uh, I'm sure of people watch it, would we'll be okay with that. So, so Matt, I, I, you know, we always start this off with with a with a basic general uh, what you thought about the movie, and uh, I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, so i was gonna be as brief as possible because <clears throat> I obviously want to get into sort of what your perspective on. I know you released uh, your own review of Shang Chi. Uh, for those who aren't aware, he gave an eight point 8.0 or eight point five? Eight, out 5,
0: of Yeah, 8, yeah.
1: 5, yeah. Um, out of ten, praising best hand-to-hand combat. I would argue, potentially, but you know, we'll say. As a lover of the Winter Soldier, it's hard, It's very difficult for me to say a Marvel movie is better than that. Mm-hmm. The only one I think is com- even comparable is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, specifically. Um, but anyways, to get back on track for Shang Chi. It was just what I expected. Out of a marvel movie and that's the bad thing um even though we're sort of met with like this new world full of characters creatures i'll go creatures because obviously we'll go more in depth of uh for why i would toss that word out there um it, the side characters were not very interesting um shang chi as a hero i think simu liu does a great job he has a bunch of passion it's just his character doesn't go through any substantial growth over the course of the film um in the in a sense of he's just given his realism speaking everyone's seen in trailers like he's given a superhero costume but there's never the only realization he goes through is sort of that transition period from you know into adulthood obviously the the complications you find with having to take on such larger responsibilities but that's pretty much it and i think that's pretty much like a a lesson that most most of these heroes have learned thus far is the sort of you know taking on the mantle of a hero to protect the world essentially um, but yeah, I mean that's that's like how, as simple as I can get. There's a bunch more i I'll go more into depth about, but uh, what like where do you lie on uh the scale like there's a rank among the solo outings of the mcu like where would you dig your ranks um compared to uh, that's ones a in tough, the past?
0: that's a tough, tough question um <laughs> So where I give it a a good... So the MCU of Marvel is so good that an 8 out of 10 in this universe would be like a 2 out of 10 anywhere else, right? I mean, like, not to say Shanti's bad, but... Yeah, Shanti's
1: not off awful movie at
0: all. 8 out of 10 is not amazing, right? I can't even drop it down to 7, give or take, strictly for plot um character development was ish i actually like katie's character development a little more than shang chi's <laughs> um
1: I, I, honestly i think Katie had did have more development and more, more of an, more of
0: an actual Shang-Chi. arc i would say more of an actual oh, arc I, yeah it was like
1: it was distinguished so i would fun. say
0: this for when it came to shang chi there was just it wasn't here consistent it was like middling consistent there was really no arc from really low to really high right i feel like we were thrown uh Okay, I, don't, I guess we're kind of getting into movie, but um, overall, I gave it so best hand to hand combat. So, Winter Soldier as a movie is my favorite movie in the MCU. I'm, I would be very confident in saying that uh, out of all the films, like literally all the films.
1: And that's including Endgame, year, game, yeah. that's including would, Infinity War. Oh, that's, absolutely. That's, I was second <laughs> to that.
0: I would say it's my favorite. So, the best, technically, if it's my favorite, it's the best. Um, the combat. Was the main reason why that was such a good movie. So I guess in my rating I said best hand to hand combat of the MCU. I would I would just say it it was at the same level at points as Winter Soldier's Combat throughout the that movie.
1: Oh, sure. So sure.
0: because of that, the rating woo, went right up for me. Like as an overall movie rating, because of that combat. Like I think which if Winter Soldier's Combat was bad. We're talking a pretty bad film <laughs> like the, the what made it so great was all of that combined right it was it, but that was also a giant piece of it the combat and and, and the yeah choreography oh yeah. i mean and cinematography. Oh, no
1: doubt no doubt. I, I mean, I though all a little huge little, part yeah there's only all so much you can do with excellent writing because right. i mean at the end of the day winter soldier for example is another superhero movie yeah so they it, need those sort of entertaining sequences that if they were not up to par well right. let me contextualize this this was after. Iron Man 3, Dark World, Avengers, where we saw these um, like supernatural-esque characters or alien-like characters being introduced. Right. So I-, I think Winter Soldier was definitely experimental in the sense of it being grounded in reality. I really think the only other f- films we saw were like, the original Iron Man movie, um, even elements of the Incredible Hulk, give or take. Um, obviously the original, uh, Captain America. And then I think from that point, like with Marvel having more money at their disposal and being more confident in taking risk, they were willing to sort of, you know, give filmmakers more liberty in the sense of what they wanted to accomplish. Right. Um, and ultimately Shang-Chi is the same, right. You can definitely tell, like, uh, uh, I know the first, uh, first name of the director is Dustin. Like it's definitely given plenty of creative freedom. Uh, I'm sure it was as collaborative as you was saying in multiple interviews but i think the story was not particularly interesting um other than the lore elements involved i think the lore is fascinating and they were just again flesh that out you know what i think and this is like black panther i don't think both those movies are good like I honestly think Shang Chi and Black Panther are on the same level with each other. Oh, I'm a fan of Black realistically Panther. So, I, <laughs> so you're a fan of Black Panther, so you would rank it easily in your top. I I'll pretty much, I would say top five. Right? My
0: overall, I'd have to look at a ranking. They, I knew you had to look at ranking. So well, I, I I, look
1: somewhere in ballpark.
0: I would say this. I would say Shang Chi. So let let's just let's just bring it to to all the solo movies so far, right? Over Dark World, over Thor, Thor One over incredible hulk over iron man one in my opinion Ooh, that's bold. Uh, oh
1: that's
0: uh way over black widow oh yeah oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. Um, yeah
0: yeah um oh i'm sorry way way over uh yelena i don't call it black widow it's oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see uh not over doc strange not over Cap 1. Not over Cap 2. Civil War doesn't really count as a solo. Um, it's not. I mean, maybe it cracks out of just solo films. It hits the top eight, Shang-Chi? Seven?
1: Honestly, you want to hear a bold opinion? Uh, I think Door is a better movie. I
0: don't I'm not mad about it I just So me saying it's better in Thor Is not me hating Thor It's just
1: Oh yeah yeah, You're just saying like In comparison Right right. yeah I I was. If We said like
0: Dark World was better I'd literally choke you To the screen That's not happening
1: (laughs) Yeah (laughs) That will uh, never happen But Right
0: um, So I mean For me It's it's definitely a good film You and I talk about this Like we I think what you're trying to say Is they They kind of failed At one thing is they were, they succeeded at bringing us a new character, a fresh kind of feel to the MCU. They failed at kind of making it the same X Y Z as all the MCU films.
1: And that is, I think, the but that's not an it, it. that's in not
0: face. an indictment on Shang Chi. I said it so well. <laughs> that's more <laughs> of an indictment on the screenwriters, Marvel Studios. Yeah. And yeah, it, I think but it, it, if that's how they want to go, I'm okay with it. They're going to have to start to expand beyond the typical status quo for their, for their studios. Right. Um, we're seeing that in what if for sure. I mean, they're, they're expanded beyond belief. We're seeing that in, in WandaVision and Loki where they're, the status quo for them is like make these characters super less powerful than they, than they really are in the comics. But now we're seeing the opposite, right? So that, just the fact that they're willing to, to really expand all these characters' uh powers shows that they're maybe they're gonna start to go outside the box. They're very boxed in. Now I think so. Answer this question. <clears throat> they had a fear with Shang-Chi that there just wouldn't be a lot of hype around it, around the character. He's been in the comics for 50 plus years. But there wasn't as much popularity with this comic line as all the other comic lines, right? Do you think they felt if they stayed in their normal studios box, it would be more successful? Because they they had their, their, it's flam from please the fans situation.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a similar formula. Disney slash Marvel have been dealing with for the past few years. introduce comedy, new character, different story. Different environments, put them all together. You have a Marvel movie, and th- this film on a story on a story level is incredibly generic. Uh, I felt for zero of the side characters. I don't even remember had the side characters' names other than um, Aquafina's. Um, I think it's like K- Katie was her name, like Katie. Katie, yes. Uh, and then obviously, Shongchi is, is the title hero. It's very difficult to forget his name. But uh, I think Marvel was just trying to master laziness. By just bringing in new characters, and by default, they're just not producing at the quality I want them to. And again, mm-hmm. like I, I, I want to, you know, elaborate on this. I do not expect these movies to be Academy Award winning level, but when you're putting in two hundred plus million dollars, you better hire some, you know, competent screenwriters who are willing to put in that well, extra that's effort my thing. Is... and take and, and and take risk. Put an R rated movie out there. Go outside your comfort zone. Make a serious Marvel movie. Yeah. You're, not going to, he, you're not going to be ruined
0: to speak to your point though you you just said you know you're not asking for them to be academy award winning but shit if you're putting that money in why not try i mean the, these movies are they have significant investment you know they're hiring great i i, I like Simulie. i like the the the, the woman who played uh, his sister I, can't, I don't remember the Sister's name at the top of my head, but uh, woman woman played Katie, the characters are great. If they're great, or the, I'm sorry, the actors are great. Actresses are great. If they're great, let them be great. Screenwrite for them that way. Right. I mean, I'm okay with Marvel movies winning Oscars. Like who the hell wouldn't want to win an Oscar as any movie. <laughs> like that, that's where you should strive for. Right. I mean, not just, just Oscars, but overall with, 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 uh, with your plot yeah. line, your story. When you stay boxed in, it's like you're just only people pleasing to make the money, more so than trying to make the best content available.
1: Exactly. I mean, you're just catering to your massive fan base, which I'm right. I mean, which they have to. They still have to. They still have to. So, from a business perspective, going on a leap and making a Guardians of the Galaxy, for example, it is a dangerous move. Um, Oh yeah. No idea how that thing could have flopped. Oh, absolutely. You know, no idea how audiences will respond. Uh, such a bizarre experience um but clearly it's among the most the most popular i mean every single marvel movie is popular in their own way right they've definitely garnered some recognition over the years um, some accolades as well for to black panther etc um but i i think also the further your point in, in terms of being boxed in um i really don't think actually no this is a separate point my apologies But another point I wanted to bring up is um, with this film have, with this film being made during the pandemic, you can tell the visual effects artists did not have enough time to flush anything out. Like there was a lot of noticeable green screen that easily, that immediately took me out of the experience. And often, so I will forgive them for that. I'm still gonna deduct, like I automatically deduct points that way because Mm -hmm. again, $200 million is no. Like you can, you could have easily delayed the movie further, give them enough time. Like they don't, they don't have enough time. Right. And remember, that's something we, I, I, even took into account for Loki, for example, is that these visual effects are are not given, are given resources, obviously, right. but time is crucial, and time is also critical. Right, well, that's totally the same word. Um, <laughs> but what I mean to say is that like, I meant to say time is limited. My fault right. is, so right, that, right. That's what I meant. So time is limited. Um, and when, you know, this film f- finished when filming back in February, right? March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Right. So six months, oh, September,
0: right?
1: No way. Like, right. I, I'm sorry. Like, I only like, and remember there's reshoots, so they have to go in and see if they can go around to, you know, the, taking care of the green screen. Or any other visual effects or rendering, it it's just it, it's a complicated process, and it's yeah. just it was no, it was very ugly looking movie in certain situations, but you expect uh, it to, to I mean, be
0: more beautiful in a sense, which I think yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get that with uh, Ant Man: Quantum Mania. Um, there's they're using some new system for
1: uh the volume from uh which is first first used in the Mandalorian. So I know it's basically these uh for those who are unaware, it's this. 3d stage of sorts right. uh where the actors can sort of i guess visually interact uh within an environment so they have right. some, like something less less green
0: screen more what's in front of you with yeah, a little bit of screen screen absolutely. right so it, it, may, may, capture, it may yeah it may, may, I mean, it may look capture. beautiful
1: oh yeah no doubt but yeah. sorry I, I rambled on for a while now, no
0: you're but, good you're good no um, i so you know i i think i'm with you for sure um i don't think it really for for me and giving it the eight out of ten and it didn't those things I kind of expected with the COVID delays, right? A little bit of the visual issues. Um, overall, I think it was a beautiful film. Uh, not including those errors, like the stuff that wasn't messed up. Oh, sure. Very um, colorful. Super colorful. Okay. Um, I'd say plot-wise, uh, so we'll start to get into it. Obviously, um, you know, Shang is, is a member, well, technically was a member of the Ten Rings when, when the Mandarin. <clears throat> Married his mom, and Mandarin ended up quitting. So throughout the MCU, we hear, and I don't know if you remember this specifically. uh I think it was in Iron Man three specifically. The Ten Rings were what they called dormant. Well, now we see why, right? It's like the Mandarin quit operating the Ten Rings to be there for his family, his wife and his kids. So that that was interesting in itself. Uh, you know, that was that was awesome to to kind of see that connection. Um, but shang essentially gave up the life of the 10 rings and, and ran off and, and somehow ended up in San Francisco. And, uh, he was already a trained assassin, was trained once his, once his mother died. And, and, and overall, the, just the film, uh, it's kind of like his, his, they tried to make it a real development. It's like, do you, do you almost feel like the, devel- the development was done off screen? <laughs> like, I, I kind of feel I, like I you yeah. we were just expected to know yeah. he went through his, like, Trials and errors already.
1: And one of the main issues I have with the film is the Mandarin himself. There is absolutely zero the de- like there's honestly no development. And yeah, it's just a
0: conqueror, basically it, it, conqueror.
1: yeah, apparently he's a conqueror of sorts, but understandably so. I mean he conqueror. Grew in, in, yeah well, <laughs> I mean he you know he grew up in a time period where you really you realistically had to take over um. Various empires in order to, you know, (laughs) gain superiority over a large, you know, piece of land, uh, essentially, and then therefore you can conquer, you know, more throughout the continent. In this case, uh, obviously, but like, I I don't know. It's just I, I, you know what I think too. And part of me thinks you're just setting up, like, they're indirectly setting up a Disney Plus series, maybe. Just to show what the Mandarin was doing throughout, you know, the the thousand years. But, I don't know, it just felt so underutilized. Like, there's so much they can do. You know, he's apparently a bloodthirsty maniac of sorts, but we never see that. We're told that. I mean, we never experienced that as the audience. Going to the comics,
0: though, this is is twice now that they've kind of undermined what the Mandarin really was and could have been. Right? Oh no, that I mean. So, I mean, Diary he still—they still, was they still showed his about. impact throughout time. You know, him being alive for that long and conquering cities and, and businesses mm-hmm. and government and all—they showed all that. I get that, but this is the second time now where I feel like the Mandarin is such a huge part of the MCU, and they just—they don't want him to be for some reason. It doesn't make any sense. I, I maybe because know. there's no. and You and I talked about this a little bit. Maybe because there is no Iron Man now, they don't feel the need to. Because he is Iron Man's n- damn near number one enemy. Like,
1: it's so peculiar to me and the, the direction he took with his characters. Is I, I have no idea. I just never gained the impression he was a villain. If anything, he was just someone who wanted to be reunited well, with his wife. He's a I villain. Mean, he's a villain well, in, in a sense is, of
0: his past, right? <laughs> right. But
1: I, I forgot he like it, well, well. The reason why I say that is because I honestly forgot like he was the main antagonist. Um. In the background because you remember back in the original iron man uh in the original iron man he was obviously uh tony stark in the cave was developing weapons for domestic terrorists mm-hmm. for the ten rings right we never see like that, that, that's literally never explained in the film like it is never once implied that he was like he took charge for that because well, he, he so, stopped conquering for years and then so sean was right.
0: told after his wife you know, after when he was 14, when, before he quit the 10 ranks, he was told to kill someone, you know, assassinate someone. I thought yeah. that was Stark. I thought literally we were going to see like him going to the Middle East where Stark was <laughs> and like him choosing not to kill Stark. I thought that's what that th- I thought that's what his assignment was, honestly. I don't know if the timing would have worked out because I think that would have been 2008, 13, 21. I mean, technically it could have worked out, that way i mean he would have yeah, been really, what, yeah, 20, 27 about what he is now yeah. so i mean yeah, it could have make
1: him yeah make him be born a year or two earlier <laughs> figure, figure out the details de- yeah exactly ways, yeah. so
0: i i thought that was they never actually showed us who he was supposed to kill either so um maybe it is dark well, um, well
1: no uh it, it was the the man responsible for killing his mother is the person he killed so he killed him off screen you never see it
0: sean didn't kill him
1: yeah he did wait well so, uh yeah in a dirt act there's like the expositional dialogue between katie and shang yeah. and you know how shang was saying to katie you know you know when i told you uh, back in san francisco or like back on the plane where i had an assignment to do and that, and everything and he says oh you know i i lied about what i did i killed him and then that, that was that was pretty much it. Like it was okay. it was literally a piece of dialogue and I never and, and that's and again I hate that. Like I understand show don't tell. That's so forgettable. Oh well, no, that's the opposite. <laughs> that's literally that's literally tell, don't show.
0: Right. Show
1: don't tell. Like we don't want to hear him talk about it. We want to see him commit the act. Right. In fact, I don't even know why he didn't even start the film that way. Like have him be this. Right, like catches the audience off guard because we view Shang-Chi as his hero. We see him seemingly killing what appears to be an innocent person begging for his life. Then over the course of the film, right, we understand the context as to why he killed that person and then sympathize with him because he obviously has regrets um over you know over killing someone. Like that will not bring his mother back. Like that's all you have to do. They they just like have it randomly tucked away in some dialogue and it's just so lazy. Again, it's filmed during the pandemic, so he probably just didn't have the time to film another scene right. <laughs> with the fourteen-year-old actor. But I don't know. I mean, so doesn't like I, that, or that, makes sense,
0: the, that makes sense. That that makes sense, to for sure. So, I, you know, I guess I'm not too, I'm not I'm not too much a fan of, of how the Man is operated either. To be honest, I, it, so I, You're making me every time I talk to you. I feel like I dropped my rating.
1: <laughs> no, I'm so, yeah, no so, yeah,
0: no 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 i so I, overall i just like the film because i like how shang kind of operated and stuff like that um yeah so i, I did want to get into something quick so as as we're progressing throughout the movie uh we do see shang is attacked by the ten rings and attempt to get the pendant on his neck that was given uh that his mother gave him uh that was to use that to find out where his mother is <clears throat> the man there is essentially hearing these outside voices that are telling him that his wife is still alive shang chi's mother yes and he's sitting in Cal- what's the name oh my god I can't remember. Talo.
1: Talo. So, uh sounds about right
0: Tello, the, the the city that shang chi's mom is from uh yep. there there is a mystical creature evil monster essentially that's hiding behind a gate uh, of dragon scales essentially is what it is uh that's keeping them in there it's this monster that's all part of the lore of that city and how it attempted to take all the souls of the city and destroy the city and all this stuff so he's attacked in San Fran with Katie. Uh, they go through this whole scene and stuff like that. And I guess I probably think that's one of the better scenes. The bus scene is what we talked about. I think we talked about it off, off podcast. Oh yeah. That was such great cinematography showing the fight going up and down the bus. I, I, I looked over to one of our, for those don't know, one of our friends, Grant, everybody's watch, watch Marvel movies with. I told him, I was like, this is better than a train fight in spider-man <laughs> toby spider-man <laughs> like it, it just you know it, you see how much better things are getting as far as cinematography throughout these movies um certain parts yes certain parts no but this specifically i, I love that scene
1: yeah the hand hand co- actually you know what uh, on that topic since we're discussing uh, the action sequences i would say all hand-in-hand combat sequences were done beautifully um, you can definitely tell Simu Leo, as well as whichever actor or actress they're using uh, for the scene right. are performing their stunts in camera as much as possible. Oh yeah, I'm sure there are a few occasions where they have to put in the stunt double, but there are a ton of wide shots where you actually see firsthand of like Shang Chi battling against Death Dealer. Um, we also have that amazing sequence where, uh, in the midst of their escape, um, down inside of a building, you know, there are just multiple um henchmen of, of the Mandarin, like chasing after him with these um electrical like I don't really know like these these the weapons, vices, weapons. These, these shock weapons essentially right um and again like all of that is done within you know one shot so to speak right like follows and then there's like a cutaway to another part of the scene but all like there were min- like not as many cuts as I thought that's why I personally love. So the latter half is where I have my complaints in terms of how they dealt with action because it, it was such a stark contrast between what we saw in the beginning compared to the end. Mm-hmm. And I really love the ground in nature. I mean, so I like the ground in nature, but with, with you having like ten rings, these like mystical artifacts that have these unique abilities, chances are you're going to, you know, have some over the top action, and you know, you're gonna, you're actually going to have that fight between Shang Chi and Mandarin at some point um it makes sense
0: i thought the ring the ring the choreography was awesome how, how they used the rings to fight and how shang did and well i guess mandarin and shang did at the same time that was dope but yeah one of the ends. oh yeah there. the
1: the the parallel was was, was cool i learned um, how to
0: yeah. utilize them so i will say this real quick i just want to say this damn you iron fist netflix series comparatively what the hell was marvel doing i know it technically wasn't feige's marvel anymore at that point when iron fist existed
1: jeff Loeb. <laughs>
0: jeff lobe man stay away forever like
1: i think that, i mean he he ruined a a, a lot of shows there uh in i Simmons.
0: i just i just don't um, understand man it just didn't make any sense how how strong she's gonna be so good and iron fist so bad and I'm just glad that Iron right, Fist is going to get totally rebooted at some point, hopefully, fingers crossed. And, he, um, he
1: should, he should, yeah. You know, it, it, it's uh, yeah, Iron Fist is bad. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> well, not bad. the character, I mean, the the, uh, the Netflix series, right? But what's mind boggling too is that you know, you hear like Simi Lou saying they did over 140, like 146 takes for the. Fight uh for the confrontation between him and death dealer and you can definitely tell they're putting in their maximum effort Mm
0: -hmm. and then you
1: have the Netflix series where you know you have these uh like executive producers who are literally saying that Finn Jones learned the choreography for his fight scenes fifteen minutes before shooting. I mean apparently he didn't even have that much passion. He was like ah you know I'll do it. He didn't want to buckle for the role. He was just casted. He wanted the money and he liked the character enough. But you can tell. I mean, they didn't understand the character. And it's just like, it, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's it's just impressive.
0: a mess. Shang-Chi, get, get, if you compare it to there, that, definitely. Shang-Chi was a 12 out of 10. Um, yeah, literally. That's yeah, like, so I'm definitely, definitely excited to see how the hand plays a factor into the future, too. Um, oh, if, if, absolutely. If when they, it, I, I mean, they're all they're all kind of directly related. Shang, Shang and Iron Fist have a long history in the I mean, my comics. proposal...
1: Have come, bring back Kung Lung or reboot a Kung Lung? I don't want that right. Netflix shit. Um, right. <laughs> uh, you know, bring in a rebooted Iron Fist. Finn fin Jones, you're done. Like,
0: oh yeah, he's just no You way.
1: know, God <laughs> bless you. I hope you find other opportunities. You're just not a good actor. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I get really toxic about this. Uh, <laughs> but when, in terms of yeah, it's bringing like a rebooted Kung Lung, new Iron Fist. Have them work together to face off against. Uh, the 10 rings again will obviously go more in depth about those post credit scenes um and that's really all you need to do and it's nice too because we obviously have a chance to see like the huge because i i mean iron fist and shang chi have very distinct fighting styles um shang chi is definitely more on the defensive now after being inspired by his mother and then i would argue i don't know much about the character of iron fist but if they kept that element accurate um, based off of the Netflix series, and we know that show isn't very accurate, but presumably, right, let's assume that his fighting style is similar to the comics. He definitely has a more... Um, definitely, uh, both characters have a calmness, but Iron Fist is more aggressive, I would argue. Right. At least from what we saw in the Netflix series. I don't know if right. he's the same in the comics. They could have just done it for entertainment purposes. Right. But um, that's all. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you... So let's say Iron Fist returns at some point. He will return. We know that. No, but no ch- let's say he returns right? in a, in a Shang Chi Chu. Would you be mad? Well, or, or, not mad, but would you be disappointed if Finn Jones returned? Like that same Iron Fist returned?
0: So, I mean, there's no way Marvel Studios lets him pull the shit he pulled in Netflix Studios.
1: Oh, absolutely not. I'm so, going to fire him. Those I would say him. this.
0: I didn't mind him as the playing the character. Hold oh, on. How are gonna word? This? I don't mind him as the choice for Iron Fist. But if he doesn't do what he needs to do in terms of being fully committed, like Simu Lee, I don't want nothing to do with him. Like, I, I think if he came in as a committed character, he fits He fits the mold of what Iron Fist was. But he just needs to be a committed actor, committed To the character itself.
1: Yeah, honestly, I think the only commitments he had was just the writing, and him, you know, memorizing his lines of dialogue, and then just got his lines and and barely
0: did the choreography. Yeah, exactly. But if he's fully, fully committed, like Simu,
1: yeah, like got the physicality and
0: story. Got got in great shape for you. Got you got freaking Natalie Portman getting in better shape for Thor, Lady Thor, than he ever did for Iron Fist.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I read the interview too. Apparently, she lost. I think she lost pounds too.
0: Yeah. Oh, she lost really and enough. gained I mean, tons well, of muscle. Yeah. Right. I mean,
1: yeah. She gained muscle mass and then she, well, yeah, gained muscle mass and then like right. I said, like, actually lost a bunch of weight, which is insane to think about. I'm curious right. to see, uh, what they'll do with, uh, her and uh, or, Well, we know what we're doing. They're doing with her and Lord. Right, another, right. But I'm just curious to see, like, her in uh, so the. outfit
0: In the in the trailer review we did a couple of episodes ago for for Shang Chi, we saw Abomination and Wong fighting Mm. and our assumption was that the tournament of champions was coming which is one of the major 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 comic book lines in marvel content um we thought that was going to be the main course of this movie honestly it was such a minor part all of us overhyped it and i give marvel credit for that you know they they didn't go to status quo for that at least (laughs) the the expectation was that was happening and it didn't
1: yeah um
0: But we go to find out that that Wong and Abomination were fighting in the tournament, probably just to make some money. And Abomination's friends with Wong, apparently. So how the hell did they meet? And how are they friends? And where the hell did they go after they fought in the ring?
1: You know what? I want that to be a running gag. Like I want Wong to randomly be friends, like characters of the MCU. With zero explanation, like I want him to see with, like I, honestly, I want to see him with Kane to Conqueror. Like I don't know, we're just like casually having a conversation about life, and then he's <laughs> he's all, um, no, in all seriousness, Wong is the watcher. Um, yeah, no, yeah, Imagine. Um, in all seriousness, my, I'm not percent sure. Uh, maybe they'll explain. I don't know. Really think they'll explain it. Um, but where did he go? So we see at the end of the like the. So basically, there is this huge battle uh, between—well, not a huge battle, but a battle of sorts between Abomination and Wong. Uh, Wong defeats him uh, by, you know, creating a portal, and then Abomination hits himself directly. They head back into uh, this locker room, and then Wong says to him, "Oh, you know, you should have landed your punches better, etc." He almost have a portal. Is that Ross's facility?
0: I think that's the raft. Is that the raft where they go is—I ha- mean. I just don't. So Wong is a Thunderbolt? The Thunderbolts are being set up. Like, if if they're not fucking damn near just putting the word Thunderbolts on the screen, what else are they doing? I mean, like, maybe Wong is a part of Thunderbolts, and maybe that's how he had access to Abomination, and he just asked Ross to use them, and maybe that was just a way. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It is probably something stupid, like a running gag, but it's probably also not. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. It makes no sense.
1: Yeah, and I'm just yeah, I, I agree. I'm just curious. I mean, how? Where was Abomination was- the whole time? Absolutely. You know, speaking of which, you remember ever um, Tim Blake Nelson? I'm sure you're familiar with that actor. He was in the, the Incredible Hulk. Um, whatever happened to him? His character? You remember near the end, like he was? I'm sorry, I don't remember. I'm gonna have to look this up real fast if you don't mind but um since we're on the topic of like abomination of sorts uh there's a character tim blake nelson was supposed to originally play um but i think because the incredible hulk wasn't th- that well received they didn't move forward with it but i think now with she hulk coming out they'll probably bring him in so i just think if you give me a quick oh that's it absorbing man who is that absorbing man so he's basically sorry i'm looking i had to look this up as we speak because i just no, i actually completely forgot uh, abomination was in the movie um or is it absorbing man no i literally have him. Um, i have a villain right in front of my face it's basically you know think of him as like no is it actually oh the leader the leader there we go that's it is uh, the villain I'm referring to. So he might show up in She-Hulk as well. And maybe that's how Abomination breaks out of prison in order to be in She-Hulk. Mm, okay. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure his name is the leader in the comics. He's
0: definitely in She-Hulk. He's, he's in She-Hulk, uh, She-Hulk herself, obviously Bruce Banner. And the villain's going to be Titania, they said. So Titania has... Is it? I think yes. Titania has a relationship too, with Man
1: yeah or it was open, yeah plenty of like hulk related characters um right. I-, I think most of them will probably just be like secondary villains right there's like threats that she hulk has to face on her own but i think right. a leader um I-, I think tim blake nelson was rumored to make an appearance again because i think they're trying their best to um continue on what they left off in incredible hulk because right. they've just been lying around in the mcu for ages right we might uh, re- like no get red hulk,
0: hulk out of it to be honest
1: that too. I mean, there's even the lead scene of Black Widow, uh, where uh, Ross's health was deteriorating, Right. and that it was meant to sort of like hint at the possibility of him using like a
0: different, like
1: a super super sword and then in turn that uh, transforms him into the Red Hulk. Right. Um, right. But and then yeah, I, I digress. So yeah, that, that's pretty much where uh, I, I think they'll go with that, but. Actually, since we are talking about sort of what Shang Chi implies for the future, what were your thoughts on the post-credit scenes? Were so, they as exciting as you thought, or were you? So I think there
0: was overhyped. I think the rumor out there was that it was beyond shocking, amazing, blah 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 blah. blah. Um, so we do we do kind of see that uh, at the end of the movie they go back to their little scene of talking to their friends, them meaning uh, Shang and and uh, and Katie. And they're like oh they're telling all these stories about how they fought and the the, the rings that they use and all this stuff and then wong walks in through a portal and was like shang Shang chi he's like i'm here and they, they end up going with them when they walk in uh wong is waiting there with with captain marvel and bruce and they're talking about the rings and i guess the whole idea and mind you it was not as exciting as people try to claim it was but it was good yeah. No, no, yeah, um, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, they're arguably good, but they're when, they are not. When
0: Shang fantastic. used the rings, he essentially activated a beacon within them. Um, if you're not familiar, the 10 rings are actually alien artifacts. So, yes. The Mandarin gets a hold of them probably when they land on Earth, right? Some point 1000 plus years ago. Uh and then he uses them for for bad when When Shang obviously ends up using them for good. Um it was not explained purposely not explained. I did read an article with the producer and the director that said they did plan to explain where exactly they came from, but thought this could be a nice added piece for the second film and maybe have that villain be one of those alien resources. This is so old that Captain Marvel doesn't even know either, right? So as they talk, Captain Marvel says this has no readings. They, they asked if it's Chitari. She said this has no readings of any alien life that she's aware of. Mm. Bruce does his scientific investigations as well, you know, thermal readings and all this stuff. So There's nothing that 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 comes off as something that he would even know what it was, right? Um,
1: I do know who will, though.
0: Who would actually know?
1: A little team called The Eternals.
0: So that makes me think is... And I think we talked about this in the theater. They mentioned the emergence <clears throat> in the trailer of Eternals. They mentioned... The emergence came so when when everybody was snapped back not snapped away snapped back by stark there was enough energy in that snap to cause what to cause what they called the emergence is shang using the rings the catalyst for the rings obviously him using it caused the beacon to go off i'm almost thinking it goes back to the whole power thing like everybody's getting like super powered now right like i think oh yeah we're we're gonna see it with miss marvel we're gonna see it with uh, Photon we're going to see it with Captain Marvel and the Marvels Absolutely. Um, saw with Loki Saw with Scarlet everybody's getting powered up Shang essentially Powered up the ranks is what I think Happened and the force and Energy that was kind of Caused by the snap is, is Causing the power up There's only two people that I Know of that they need to actually power up for in The MCU two villains If you want to call it one's Already known from the Loki series, Kang. I think Galactus is on the way, man. I think little by little, they're leaning towards Galactus being the main villain. And Kang's just just the guy that's going to hold us off to phase five.
1: Yeah, honestly, I would not be surprised.
0: Like, even fully powered OP, like, give everybody the max ability that they have, just can't beat Galactus like that. I'm sorry. like even like if silver Surfer's around, even if all of them cannot compete,
1: even'll oh, be come yeah, yeah that'll, that'll be a two part movie. I, I already know what the ending of the first part would be. It's a Galactus consuming. I, I think I think an ideal story would be to have like these two earths face off against each other. And then the one who wins gets consumed, and then the one who loses, great. Right? because obviously, the the, the strongest. Right, you would think has the most capability of defeating Galactus. So I think Galactus will have the opposite mindset, like like probably a reverse psychology game, where like he sort of like uh, manipulates the heroes into like facing off against like another Earth. That mm-hmm. Earth gets consumed, the winning one that is, and then that'd be my ideal story. And if in that point it would just be. Uh, the remaining survivors i mean it'll pretty much be like a if in your war and game type of situation so there's only so much you can do uh with that kind of storytelling um but yeah that's what i'm thinking i mean it's definitely like a, a larger villain at play that's why i'm kind of a bit skeptical as to why they put king and ant-man in quantum mania i mean the only purpose i think is maybe because his
0: uh oh it's just a very it's not the main king
1: Oh, King the conqueror in, uh, Everybody, hey,
0: my, uh, my my assumption is every every king, like the main king, is not even gonna be a thing for a while. We're we're just gonna see variants of that.
1: Okay, okay. yeah. So that yeah. actually that reassures me. Right. Um
0: like They are gonna they're gonna face a variant in in the in the quantum realm.
1: A okay. variant of king. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, what else? Yeah. So that's pretty much it about the post scarcity. I thought I I will be honest though. I think the. <laughs> when uh like katie katie says to uh i'll be honest so katie was extremely annoying throughout the movie I, I didn't, oh
0: I, I loved her i loved her I've but the, the one moment
1: the, the one moment that got me was uh like at the end which is you know you don't want to what else we can do and it, it seemed to be like oh, or and then they cut away to like with Wong like uh all start singing, singing. Okay, yeah. but you
0: know what that's perfect more so not i mean we already had that obviously in with the, those two characters but Wong would do that. Like that isn't just a play on to what Shang Chi wanted to like yeah. show as funny. Like th- Wong would do that on his own.
1: Oh no! I, I think that? Wong <laughs> is just so stressed out by Strange's incompetence, uh, as we'll see in the you unknown no home. I don't, alone, instance, I don't, that I don't even probably. know
0: where is Strange at that point.
1: I don't know anymore. I mean, we don't. I, this is definitely before Multiverse of Man. Well, didn't they explain the movie where Shang was, or Shang? Jesus, uh, Strange was or they didn't say anything about strange they didn't oh okay i thought there was like a name drop for a quick i mean they probably probably
0: know who strange is i'm sure like everybody knows who strange is yeah yeah
1: but um oh i can't believe i forgot about this uh bruce banner is in human form yeah apparently that happened um thoughts (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: honestly i i'm confused because my understanding in endgame was that bruce turned himself into professor hulk for good
1: I I was under that, impression that as well, I, and
0: and Grant, you know our friend, um, he made a point that he didn't actually say that. <laughs>
1: oh like, no, so right, I think that's what we were supposed to assume. But I right. agree. like Grant was absolutely right in saying like there is never an physical confirmation if but if that's the that case
0: bed. then maybe that's just to, to make it easier for she hulk and not have to use too much CGI. i think that's why he did it honestly yeah, i, I, I think the same thing too yeah thinking, thinking, I, I it's, a it's a series funny. like they can't just have straight up hulk all the time talking to, you know yeah. what i mean i mean, I mean, I mean it would be cool if he's able just to turn himself into a professor Hulk. but the thing is he said me and the other guy made a made a deal like what's the deal that means like hulk hulk is still just in there then
1: I, I hope so. They, they, they Rister Brothers ruined Hulk, man.
0: No, I think they can Dang fix man. them though.
1: Well, if they I mean, bring yeah. like Angry Hulk, Damn.
0: I thought he was great in Ragnarok. Like that, that is the Hulk that ends up, that, that is our Hulk, right? I'm
1: sorry. I think he peaked in Avengers Hulk. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I, think oh, the, yeah, saying
0: Ragnarok stuff. is, is where th- that was built almost, is right? That's where, like, in the comics, Talking normal, not always angry Hulk existed That that was the main Hulk That's what everybody knew as Hulk in the comic lines so Unless there was an uh, Incredible Hulk line Obviously that, that focused on him being angry Hulk But Like I liked where he was at Ragnarok In Avengers And then they just shit on him You know what I mean? Like I, I <laughs> yeah. hope In She-Hulk we get Angry Hulk to come back Like there's gotta be a way he comes back There's no way he's just non-existent
1: I, I said before and this is actually a, a, This is a true fact we have never seen since, since the Avengers. We have not seen Banner turn into Hulk in one shot.
0: Right. Honestly, even going back to, to the Endgame end fight, like I would have rather seen angry Hulk fight than one arm Professor Hulk. Like well, I, angry Hulk is, is one of the more powerful characters in the MCU. Like the only person that is I could, like he's. I think he's one of the only people that killed Logan in the comics. Yeah, I think he one one of the few. Dark Phoenix. Then we can get into that another time. But either way, pretty confident Yeah. Um. Is, uh, man. Either way, uh, I hope we just we get some. Uh, bring us back, Angry Hulk. I want that. I want that. Uh, yeah. Sure. And then, and Captain then
1: Marvel, uh, yeah. Um. Sorry.
0: You can go ahead. Yeah. Obviously, Captain Marvel's part was just kind of giving the alien perspective, and and you and I talked about how we loved how she showed some emotion in that scene. In those thirty seconds, we saw more emotion than we ever did in any other appearance of hers whatsoever.
1: No, I, honestly, <laughs> when I saw her, I was thinking to myself, really, like people were excited to see Kat the Marvel again. Like, I, I don't.
0: Maybe you know what? In terms of shocking, her showing emotion is probably the most shocking thing in that film. <laughs> 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 no,
1: like I feel bad for Real Larson too because it, it she's is definitely a talented actress. But I think, like, I like, think her, her they'll performance fix her. was awful. I'm they'll, sorry. Don't fix. She, ca- you,
0: they'll fix um, out the cat marvel with with miss marvel i think
1: i'm not even excited for the marvel so i i, I can't say that Marvel so it's i, like, I I'll, think i'll watch it out of principle because i i love you brother i appreciate everything you've done for me in terms of like making I, me knowledgeable just, for Marvel movies. i just
0: think they're i think they're leaning more towards fixing her slowly they know that people are upset with the way that she showed lack of emotion they know they didn't develop her the right way they know that uh they didn't write her the right way and they know that brie larson is an amazing freaking actress so do your fucking job and give her the chance to, to do what she can do, Um and I think we'll see it. I think we'll start to see it in in, in uh, Miss oh, Marvel yeah. the series. I
1: mean, they, just, they just hired. I, I'm all excited for directors. it. Directors. I'm, I'm not like. I'll be I'm honest. I, I, I'm waiting for a trailer, and then if the trailer, it I think is, it'll happen. We'll see. Marvels will be a better movie than uh the original, but yeah, you know, we'll, I'm we'll see. Excited. We'll see for sure. I like Tiana Paris. Like, yeah. I
0: like uh, like um the 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 girl playing Miss Marvel too, so we'll see. Yeah, and I'm no, a huge fan of the the Avengers video game. So, and Miss Marvel was like the the main like protagonist. Yeah, of, I of mean, Miss Marvel <laughs> will,
1: will be so. fine at best. I don't like Monica. Um, right? No, is it Monica?
0: Monica Rambeau, yeah, I think
1: you. Yeah. I don't like her, and she's the main character. Like, I I am sorry, bro. Like, Ms. marvel's is probably my least the Marvel movie. Yeah, I my think most, my most disliked characters in the MCU thus far. I think you'll yeah, be shocked I, I how don't. good
0: it is. It's going to be good for sure. Uh,
1: if if it's good, and you can quote me on this right now, I will get a tattoo. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, so as <laughs> far as the it. second post-credits scenes, we see uh, Shang's sister is now the, the leader of the Ten Rings. And we can finally see that the Tournament of Champions will be coming. So... Stay tuned. My belief is Shang-Chi number two will have the tournament of champions involved. Smart that they waited. So, when they, let's say by 2020, what is it, 2021 now? You'd say probably by 2024, Shang-Chi two comes out, maybe, give or I take.
1: 20, I was say 2025, four or
0: five, depending. He's going to appear in other content before that for sure.
1: I think it's I true. I expect this whole beacon. Uh, regard like the whole beacon thing. Maybe a post credit scene uh, with him. I think with, with Eternals. I think it might be showing up in Eternals just to explain the uh the importance. Of that how shows that shows
0: how powerful he could be, though. The Eternals are worried about it, so that's that's cool to see how would, how strong Shang is gonna be.
1: Yeah. I would really like if he showed up in Eternals just sort of had that uh connective. Right. Element, I mean, you gotta but, think,
0: man. has been a thousand years plus old. The, the, he had to run into Eternal. Maybe. So the thing is, they say they're not allowed to get involved with conflict, stopping war stopping this, stopping that. You're gonna tell me they didn't even notice the Mandarin stuff, like Mandarin oh, attacking. Absolutely. Maybe we see the Mandarin in the Eternals in, in a past credit scene, like they had to watch him destroy. Oh,
1: you know, it has you know what I mean. Infinite number of possibilities. So we can also see uh, maybe name or Namor set up for uh, Black Panther two. Maybe show how like Atlantis was submerged or actually we discovered atlantis was never fully destroyed and then maybe there's like a like the camera pans to wakanda for a brief moment this is so how there will be a huge war between uh, the atlanteans and uh wakandans maybe right possibility right.
0: too oh i'm excited for it so we'll see where shanti goes with the with the next steps and uh maybe maybe there he's in the interest i want to see him in more content before we get to the the second shanti film for sure yeah um but now we got to get into the the good part of this episode as well i think that was good but this might be even better um telling you guys right now when we get into this fourth episode of of uh dr strange or i'm sorry of what if which involved dr strange it's going to be a little short but it's going to be all praise because i i'm not kidding you and matt i think you said this too i there was nothing wrong with the episode (laughs) Like, this is the I, first I, I bit of hear. Marvel content. And I'm going to say this straight up. This is the best episode of... Mar- this is the best plain Marvel content we've gotten in years.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with this episode. Like, I know, right? Coming from me? <laughs> Shocking. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. Like, this episode was a literal masterpiece. That's it. Um, We'll go more in depth, but... I, I, I literally cannot find any falls. Like I tr- I was really trying to find a fall and I couldn't. Every single line of dialogue, well, not every single line, like uh, lines of dialogue were fine, right? And uh, nothing bad. But there were like certain lines of dialogues that uh, blew me away. But uh, like for instance, where we see uh, Dr. Strange interact with the character of, oh, I can't remember his name, but he's essentially this, uh, this guide in this massive library um well let me contextualize this so for those who are unaware the premise of the episode is what if dr strains lost his heart instead of his hands i believe um in this we see it as of love interest from dr strains uh christine dies as opposed to him as being in a like terrible accident and him obviously having to go through uh, major surgery with his hands um, as such, he goes through like very similar events as we saw in Dr. Strange. It's that this time around, he reverses time in order to rescue her. He, he continually tortures himself to a point where he is desperate to reverse an absolute point. An absolute point being a, a point in time that cannot be erased, it is set in stone. And no matter what you can do, that point is inevitable. There's no altering it whatsoever. Strange does the opposite and says, no, there has to be a way you know I can save the love of my life. So he ends up uh, heading to this library, um, to an unknown location. And then there's a character he was introduced to. Do you remember his name by chance?
0: Um yes, one second. <laughs> I got it. No, you're fine. But, yeah, so, I know you
1: have I know you have notes written down. So I did. I did, did write, write down, down his
0: him. name, but I just need to find it. Bear with me, people. Please. Yeah, no they went to uh, the Ky- La- Lost Library of Ostro. Or, so, yep. or Bane, the librarian. Bane.
1: Or Bane? You said?
0: Or Bane, correct, yep.
1: Or Bane? Yep, yep. so Or Bane. Um, Alex she says, you know, you're a very odd sorcerer, which I think is a play on uh, how Dr. Strange interacted with his main villain. He's like, doctor? He's like, you know, Mr. Strange? He's like, no, it's doctor.
0: Right, Doctor right, Strange,
1: cetera. Uh, and then as a result, he starts like scrolling through all these different books, reads Drew, figures out how the first absolute point. And I think right out of the gate, you think to yourself, Oh wow, there's probably tons of exposition. I, I think the exposition was done very well, and I think you definitely saw such a huge development within the character. We actually saw legitimate, well, I, I want to say the word growth, but that didn't necessarily happen. Uh, But let's just say there's a a huge difference to the strains we saw at the very beginning compared to where you see them at the end, uh, which I absolutely adore. I mean, they explored moral conflict, um, the ends of which you want to uh, change the past, the idea of grief, etc. Like, all of that is done beautifully, and I cannot praise the episode uh any more truthfully i mean there are even more plot details we're gonna rival within the episode yeah but no i it's, mean uh, what do you stand? I mean,
0: you kind of you kind of had to, i mean look i'm straight up not even remotely joking <clears throat> hands down the best content i've seen i god i want to go as far as to say ever in the mcu <laughs> like it is we've been talking about <clears throat> when the multiverse broke and the multiverse of madness was announced and in the fact that dr strange is in no way home and um. I'm like speechless. It was so fucking good, and and speaking to the the absolute zero. I don't even fuck these notes, man. I'll just talk about it. So the fact that uh he so we, I I kind of figured in watching the No Way Home episode uh, trailer that came out that something was off. My last assumption in in the last episode was that this is Mephisto again. I you know I had to throw a name out there. In a way, he is evil, like him, right? That this, this, what we, uh, my assumption is that the Doctor Strange in the universe of What If in this episode is the Doctor Strange that we see in the No Way Home trailer, because a we know he absorbed evil, e- many, many evil characters, evil villain or creatures, right? That created the evil version of himself, the Sorcerer Supreme, the the, the former Sorcerer Supreme split strange into an evil and good side essentially right and then the good strange is absorbed as well now
1: i was shocked that i was do be very
0: cautious of this though the evil strange i'm sorry the good strange and the evil strange are not our strange at all this is not mcu strange okay
1: they just existed at the same time with the good
0: strange in that universe is similar to our good MCU Strange, right? Yes. But they are not the same.
1: This but is a Strange friends, that did yeah, not lose good.
0: his hands. He lost his heart. That's that's the whole concept. My guess is this evil Strange, he's not locked into wherever he is. His universe was destroyed to the T. That
1: he was, can escape that. Oh, yeah.
0: He's going to escape that. Yeah. He has the power to do that so. That
1: was such a devastating moment where we see... I love uh, the inclusion of the Watcher in the episode. Yes. So to talk about the scene you were referring to where he's absorbing all these different monsters in order to right. gain power to reverse the absolute point, uh, we see the Watcher in the background. He's strange right. as capable of um, sensing his presence. And then much later on, where the evil Doctor Strange does succeed in his endeavors, we see the entire universe collapsing around him, basically fading away into nothingness. And then out of nowhere, you know, as the universe is physically closing around them, and he's doing his very best to sort of repel um, this closure. The Walter actually interacts with Strange directly and says, You know, I would do anything to save these universes and make you, pu- you know, to punish you endlessly. But right. I am not allowed to interfere. And the Strange is desperately asking, begging him, Please, please do something. Like, I, I will live all my days in, uh, in utter pain. These people do not deserve to suffer because of my actions and that's
0: what's crazy is the the evil strange is the one speaking right so it's not like the good strange is taking over the evil strange's body right what's going on here is the evil strange is is repenting yeah
1: but it's it's still
0: gonna end up doing evil shit now is he just become more angry because the watcher didn't help and he says all right well fuck you i'm gonna go absorb every strange in the multiverse and I'm going to be the most powerful source of supreme there is.
1: Yeah, this is a Strange who expresses deep regret. I feel. I'm extremely confident moment. Moment. Yeah. that it,
0: the villain of Multiverse of Madness is Doctor Strange.
1: Could you imagine?
0: I think in Evil Doctor Strange he's he's going to continue to absorb power. I think honestly Scarlet might be the fucking protagonist in this again. In, or in this. Like, she, she may be the only one that can stop his bullshit. <laughs> like, it, it seems like everybody that we know, except Loki, is bad again. Or bad. Like, Loki's the only good one. He was the bad one in the first place. <laughs> like, he's the only one that may be trying to fix things when it all comes to be. So, uh, overall, just t- as far as the animation is great. I, I've been loving all the animation with these with all the what-ifs. Um, the, the plot line was amazing. Um, the connections to what ev- inevitably is probably going to be Eternals, all, everything that's going forward, right? The, the connection itself. The voice work uh, was phenomenal as the well. Mul- the voice work, the, voice work thus far. the, the multiversal perspective, uh, every character in it. Wong was great. Christine was uh, amazing in it. I-, I love that they gave her more, more of a pedestal to stand on. Instead of just like, hey, I'm the cute girl that Doctor Strange loves, like she actually had more of like an impactful experience on Doctor Strange's life, which is what I wanted. Um, not just like, oh, I loved you, but I don't love you anymore. It's like they you know, the reason why he turned evil was because of the loss of her.
1: I mean, seeing strange in such a different state compared to the MCU version. Yes. Was my I mean, this is a very dark episode. I mean, we see him enclosed in this bubble seemingly forever. Right. So he, he can theoretically exist. For an infinite number of years, right, and he is constantly stuck in that state, right. right.
0: Or if the, he's not, then he finds a way out, and and it's it's causing yeah. havoc around the multiverse. And the
1: worst part is, like he 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 was just stuck in this perpetual cycle of chaos and darkness, right, to a point that he's ruling. He's essentially, I mean, he, for all intents and purposes, we know, you know, he was willing to end the world, yeah, just to save the person until the world.
0: last minute when the watcher couldn't help. And the thing is i it makes me think more so that the no way home dr strange is is a different version of dr strange more likely the the what if version diago automato is existing like that was destroyed by that well you figure technically thanos right he squished it um and the one in what if has it still so like i i don't they're literally like he just has like a demony look to him he's he's the guy who was willing to let Peter and Tony die is suddenly willing to to risk the multiverse to to make people forget Peter Spidey. Yeah, like,
1: like I think I, I, his characterization is very is somewhat odd. I, I've seen like I like we discussed for No Way Home trailer a review. I mean, I've seen strong arguments on both sides, but well, like I said, we have to wait until the movie comes out and see why he was willing to uh, cast that spell for Peter. We'll see. Right. Um, but yeah, um, five out of five stars easily. And yes. It, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the episode. Hundred I mean, 100%. you can go so in depth, uh, into the character Dr. Strange here. Right. Um, but we'll just leave it at that. Um, no, for put, sure. Actually, on the topic that, of ratings though, we didn't actually uh, rank, uh, race on G but anyways, I know you well, want to comment for us. Yeah, I just want
0: to, yeah, I definitely uh, will give it the, the five, five out of five for sure. Um, honestly, in terms of impact. More than anything, like the the episode, and the content was amazing. The impact it has on what we've watched so far in the MCU, what we know and think might happen, and what we know is coming with Spidey and and Doc, Multi, Doc Multiverse Madness and the Quantum and Kang being the main villain. It's all one giant connection, right? And to, to see the expansion of the Sorcerer's powers, to see uh, how strong again how how the power of which doctor strange can have as sorcerer supreme um love seeing the chosen one back again like i i love her as a character personally and um god just bravo i mean what like what oh yeah people just didn't have Thanks. expectations with what if but and i
1: just yeah this skyrocketed the potential of the what if series Oh yes. This solidifies that if the screenwriters are willing to take these daring and oftentimes dark directions with their characters,
0: they change what we know about Doctor Strange.
1: You can make wonders with the series. They change. I I want them to keep. I I I want them to have these wild part of my part of my friends. I want them to have these wild fucking ideas. Like do you, you you do anything? Be brave. This is a brave episode and people love it. And if you don't love it, you're wrong. <laughs> right. Um right. no, I'm joking wrong. No, it
0: is but no. Like, everybody has opinions for sure, but, yeah, everyone has it opinions, is,
1: but you, you cannot you like I just don't understand how you cannot like this episode. You can just say it like this, man, you can't miss. He can't miss. <laughs> yeah,
0: literally. <laughs> like, but he listen, uh, I'm I'm telling you right now, man, it, it, just alone with what if this proved to us This can be a great series Right yes. Along with that They proved to us They got some crazy shit coming
1: Oh not that on my mind They yeah, got some crazy I mean, shit coming And I, I trust yeah. this
0: multiverse madness And I trust Mr. Sam Raimi To redeem himself Not really himself Because he quit uh, Before Spidey 4 came There's a rumor out there Real quick I'm gonna throw it out there A little bit of rant Or side rant Raimi Raimi and toby Ramy only agreed to come back to doc multiverse and, and direct and toby only agreed to come to no way home if they were allowed to make a spidey 4 together
1: I that's a rumor I, out I, there so i think sony depending on the critical and financial success of the movie will definitely consider developing a spider-man 4 and a amazing spider-man 3 right the
0: hype the hype itself i mean they already broke the record for a trailer for being the game i mean come on
1: yeah that's making a million
0: dollars um this is covid times too so
1: So, yeah i know it's just so such a fantastic episode man
0: dude it's so good great content and and honestly i i can't believe uh that they actually did it (laughs) like it's it's like shock almost too
1: i can't believe it took them so long and i really (laughs) don't think any other one of episodes going to compare with this
0: no but we shouldn't expect it to so i'm not gonna that's the thing we can't we can't really like compare it to the best like it's the best because it's the best because you're gonna make everything else the best right you just gotta keep it separate yeah yeah i I judge it on its own
1: will match this more yeah it's just not gonna
0: it's not gonna detract how good it is for me though like one episode being that good and the other one's not being as good is not gonna make me say the series is that bad like this episode alone catapulted to uh, the best series to date in my opinion
1: yeah, this is easy. like I think the <laughs> like, episode itself it's, is the is the best Marvel DC. I wanted
0: ever. more. I wanted a full movie out of this. Honestly, I could I could have watched a full animated movie for an hour and fifty minutes. It, it was, it's crazy uh, how much they really thirty
1: five minutes in comparison to the other episode. Like, I don't right. know why It's weird. Like episode one was so rushed. Right. and it had close to the same uh, runtime as episode four, and episode four did ten times, like literally, did ten times the amount in terms of developing his characters and actually bringing in new ones that are likable. Crazy, Who? I mean, who Who thought you can do that?
0: You know? Yeah. I'm <laughs> but fucking, it's, 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 it's so damn good, so damn good. But it was so Real quick, guys, before we before we end this thing, I want to just flat out what you're rating out of 10 for Shang-Chi. Um,
1: probably a 2.5. I I will. Two point yeah, five that, out
0: think, of
1: ten. Oh, we're doing out of ten or out of five?
0: I did ten. Well, I did ten on the the what you would call it, rating. Oh,
1: under oh yeah, well 5, 5 out of five. Under out, out of five.
0: That's not that's not I mean that's not bad considering how critically it's probably <laughs> like
1: a honestly like a five or a six. Yeah, I guess it's probably like a very low six, but I can definitely bring it down to a five with everything I found wrong with the film. But it's, it's a two point five out of five for me. Okay. Um, Not bad well, what, about yourself, what about you? What about Because I know you're eight out of ten. Well, I gave the eight out, eight out of five. You out five. like a three and a
0: half or four. I'd be more towards a three. I'd say more towards a three. Three
1: to
0: five. Three out of five comes more okay, okay. towards the eight okay. ten. Yeah, I'd yeah, say I'd, high eight. yeah. Definitely a three. Um, especially every time I talk to you, I feel like I lower my rating. But yeah, I'll say three out of five. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Seriously. uh overall. I don't even care what else Marvel does after the Doctor Strange episode. Like They can't disappoint me going for That's a lie. They're going to disappoint me anyway. It's fine, though. But hey, of course, we appreciate you guys always hopping in and dropping into the We Can Be Heroes podcast. Matt, you want to drop your uh, social medias real quick and let everybody know?
1: Matt underscore T2. No, Matt underscore T29 over on Instagram. If you ever want to have a conversation about Marvel, uh, I know I'm critical. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, But like I I said, this is purely out of love um i adore marvel because i've grown up with this franchise for many years now but i you know it's it it needs to be of higher quality there's no excuse at this point um and i'll continue watching it like i i will watch every single marvel movie i will watch every single disney plus show um because this is a franchise that is still near and dear to my heart no matter how critical i am um but yeah so anyways thank you for the support and uh, you know we'll be back in the coming weeks you know with some new what if episodes uh, eternals is coming out next no eternals is coming out um november sorry um yeah so so much so to dissect in the meantime but uh, hopefully you know the i honestly i need to be a point where we'll reach a hiatus after what if is over depending on when that ends uh but you know probably the D- random dc contents like doom patrol i'm not sure if you watch that show but it's fantastic fantastic if you ever get a chance to oh anyways get into it for sure no um, we're going to into- uh that's my outro there and of course uh, you can find
0: me you can find me at uh john underscore ots and all social media platforms head over to the on the sidelines facebook page drop the like we're we're, we're really going up on the likes we're going to get to a thousand hopefully by the end of the year um i think we can even surpass that so let's get to a thousand likes send your friends over like the page Join the Facebook group on the sidelines group. We'll talk about all things Marvel, all things uh, DC, all things Star Wars. Talk this content on next week. My goal is to get um, one of the OTS members, Bruce Carter. He's he's always in the Facebook group uh, talking about what's next for the MCU. He has a lot of great opinions. Um, honestly, probably a lot of great facts. He knows his comic book lore. He's super deep on that. He was talking about the Midnight Suns coming uh, there's a video game, but he was he he brought that up oh. before he even knew the video game was coming. To be honest, yes. I um, he meant he mentioned that Doctor Strange may be building the Midnight Suns soon in the MCU. Um, I mean, yeah, probably building so the Illuminati. You know, as well. So we'll we'll bring him on for sure. Um, we'll we'll get him on, and uh, uh, hopefully next week I'm gonna send him a message and try to get him on for that. But hey, head over to also go to youtubecom guys. drop the subscribe, like the videos, check us out. We appreciate you guys always. We love, love, love this new Marvel content coming out. More What If next week. We'll get right into that. And we're going to get into uh, Eternals as soon as uh, that that joint pops out. And I'm really excited for that. Super anticipated uh, for the Eternals. So we'll see where it goes and how it does. And um, we love you guys. We appreciate you always for hopping in and and giving us all the likes and and things that we uh, love that you do. Peace. Peace.